Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. <laughs> it's Tiffany. And Mandy. <laughs> I feel like we always forget, like, wait, is this something we're supposed to say? Hi. Hey. How is everyone today? Uh, so, ooh, it's the day before 4th of July, but if you're listening to it, it's probably the 4th or after. Happy 4th anything? of July. Are you going to do anything? Yeah, well, we are, like I mentioned, we're doing our annual um, glamping trip with some friends, which doesn't even deserve to be called glamping. We're just renting a house. Um, so, but we don't leave until Thursday morning. So I guess I just have a day off tomorrow. I'm going to try and take it off, but something tells me I'm going to have to work in the morning just a little bit, just okay. so I can, I kind of, I'm okay with working, even though you're supposed to be off. If it means when you come back on Monday, that you'll be a little less stressed. So oh, so you're going to take the whole, so you guys get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. I'm taking Thursday and Friday off. No, we don't get it off. Although okay. <laughs> if you work for the government, apparently you get out early on the day before the 4th. Like, Hasbe was home at 2 o'clock, texted me, like, what's for dinner? No. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you tell me you're home first. I know. I'm like, why'd they let you out of school early? Go. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's exactly what it feels like, right? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Next thing I know, he's like, I broke the pipe to the sink. Oh, God. <laughs> like, uh, that's. Great. Not my problem. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, um, no, um, husband, well, Superman, I'm like, did they, well, they have obviously off on tomorrow, but I don't know if they have the rest of the week off. That would be awesome. But I'm headed to Essence Fest this weekend. That's right. And yeah, I'm excited about it. Is that going to, is Superman going with you? Is that your, um, your yeah. honeymoon? I mean, not your honeymoon, your anniversary? He honestly does not like um, the mega crowd. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, but I'm, I'm happy because uh, Drina, my best friend, will be there. She's got two other clients that are speaking at Essence Fest, but also my sister Tracy and Lisa are coming. So that'll be fun. Girls trip. Mm-hmm, that's exactly. Wait, yeah. nope. Wait, that was a pun, but I didn't mean it to be a pun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited because it'll be a nice, fun time. And I think the headliner, isn't it Janet Jackson? Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. I don't even know what's happening in the world. Yeah, I so. think so. Miss Janet Jackson's, um, she's like getting her due finally. I, I feel like, man, they, we did the, the internet, the entertainment industry did her so dirty. I feel like it's finally time for Janet to just get her due. Didn't she like, she got the lifetime achievement award at some award show recently. She's been on tour. She's been killing it. I don't know what they're doing with poor Janet. I mean, the thing is, I mean, she definitely has had her like 
Woo, Janet. She's like, you know, like before Beyonce was on the scene. So it's not that they've never recognized her, but after that whole nipple gate. I know, like, but it's not fair. Yeah, especially since Justin Timberlake has gone on to like, you know. No, I agree. I agree. So any, well, I'll give you some update on the house saga. Just before we started um, taping today, um, Superman was livid because we got a dumpster. And um, normally dumpsters go anywhere between, I guess, like six to $800 for a dumpster, sometimes a little more. And so we got a dumpster. He's like, I found a good one. This one's $500. And I was like, oh, that sounds good, right? I mean, I don't know. I'm not familiar with dumpster prices. And <laughs> so we got it. You know, he didn't even really fill it up because honestly, we didn't have that much. It was mostly wood. Um, and so it, it wasn't super full. And, you know, they took it away. We thought everything was great. And so we got another bill for like $450 via email and saying that like the dumpster was over by four tons. And I'm like, that seems odd for a non-full dumpster. So I'm realizing now I didn't get a chance to take a look at the company online, but I'm, I'm, I probably wouldn't be surprised if that's their gotcha gotcha, that they get you with this low price and then they hit everybody with the extra, hey, psych, thought you had a deal. Um, <laughs> so I just told Superman, call your credit card company before they charge you. They've already charged the initial 500. Call your credit card company and be like, um, don't allow this charge to come through because it's fraudulent and they're trying to... Because how are you going to tell us we went over? There's no, like, where's the proof? It's not like they take you to the measuring site. And then they put something else in the wording where it's like, and, and even when we, when we drop it off at the, at the waste, whatever, landfill, it might be even more expensive because they might say it's more. I'm like, oh, we're not doing all this. So you just won't be allowed to charge our card. So, yeah, it was just like, it's just a learning lesson about, like, you know, the, the cheapest is not always the best, obviously. Um, and then... To do like we really typically we do our due diligence, but Superman is new to the review to the review game, so he's just looking like oh okay. But I'm always all about the reviews. I don't care what your mom said, your sister said. I, mm -hmm. I want to see those stars online. Like how many stars do you have? And I want to read the one star reviews. What did they say about you? You're a thief. Not in my house. So you let Superman pick the dumpster people. Yeah. See, I'm a little too. I'm a little micromanagey, and I'm sorry to husband, but like I. I want to read the reviews myself and I want to do, I, I don't know. I'm just like a little OCD about vetting everybody we talk to and like husband's always like, yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, like we just got our, we just um, chose our contractor. It was a classic case of Goldilocks. Like the first bid was too high. The other bid was too low and they were also mean to us. And the second bid was just right. Um, <laughs> That's funny. We had a good feeling. He had great reviews. We both liked him, blah, blah, blah. His his um his bid, while not the lowest, was reasonable, and he seemed very like straightforward about everything. Um, but when I got the actual contract, it was like the dinkiest little paragraph, which basically was like a fancier email than what he had sent us with the original bid. Like, we'll do X Y Z for this much money. It'll take this much time. It had like the essential information, but it didn't look to me like any sort of legally binding contract should. Where it didn't have anything about. What happens if you don't complete the job? And what happens if we stop paying you? You know, there wasn't that protection for um, both sides. And then I did some research into what a um, a contract should, you know. First I, first, I texted a couple of friends I know who have recently done renovations. And they were both like, our contract was 10 pages long. Yep. Meanwhile, mine was like 500 words. Um, <laughs> so I went on Angie's list. And they had a nice little explainer on what a contract should include. And actually, he had the key essentials. It was just very like bare bones. But what we were missing, though, is something really important that um, I asked him to add, and he said, okay, which is a, a lien, a lien, I can't say this word right, lien release, okay. L-I-E-N. 
And what ha what can happen if you don't have this is like so your your general contractor is going to hire an electrician, um, a plumber, HVAC person, like the trade people working under him, and then he's yeah. going to be the one paying them. Okay. If they do a project on your house and the contractor doesn't pay them, they could have a case against you and sue oh. you, put a lien on your house, and then say <gasps> you owe them money. Yeah. Um, so I checked our um, my husband's a cousin's recent home improvement contract, and they had a lien release. So I emailed him, and I was like, we need to add this language to the contract and also a couple other things. Um, and I, now I'm just like, Ugh, you know, like I, we went from – kind of being like totally set on someone and now we have another delay because we need to get this contract in shape. Well, no, that's worth it though. And honestly, normally when it comes to all the other things, I was like, it's just the dumpster. What's the harm? <laughs> yeah. Trash can, whatever. Like, you don't understand because I mean, all the other things I was like, okay, no, okay, yeah, okay, no, okay, yeah. And like, I was showing him like, okay, like, because he was like, oh my God, I saw people across the street were getting floors done. I got the name of the guy. We should get them. I'm like, well, no, that's not how that works. So yeah, I mean, we live and we learn. I just told him don't. I know he was like really upset about it because I get it. Nobody wants to feel like they're ripped off. So I just feel like, you know, it's a, it's a good, it's better a $400 lesson than a $4,000 lesson. Amen, so. sister friend. <laughs> you know, so we're learning. It's a, it's, it's a process. <laughs> That's cool. Another pro tip is don't spray weed killer on your, if you have like a walkway or something, you know, cause weeds pop out of the cracks of like the yeah. bricks or whatever. <laughs> Husband got super excited, bought this like industrial strength weed killer, which he, which worked, killed the weeds in the sidewalk. But then the next day it rained and it washed the toxic weed killer into the grass and now like half our yard is brown <laughs> like, oh you're like okay learning learning <laughs> i can i just know everyone passes by our house and they're like oh there's the newbies yeah <laughs> it's like we're learning, we're learning. There, there goes those kids <laughs> you know we forgot we forgot to shout out the um social streets real quick I mean, give us a chance. We were getting there. Oh, okay. I was, you know, I was like, when do we do it? Do we do it earlier on or do we want to do it after we chit chat? I mean, you know. I mean, we're the boss. <laughs> well, I now you like brought it up. So it would be awkward if we didn't do it now. Because <laughs> yeah. now they're like, ooh, talk about me. Talk about me. <laughs> yeah, right? There was a lot uh, of fun stuff I posted this weekend. Um, yeah. We had, well, there was a news last week of the upset in the Bronx and Queens where um, a 28-year-old um, candidate for Congress was um, beat the incumbent Democrat who had been in office for a couple decades. Um, she's 28 years old. Her name is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and she's of Puerto Rican descent, and she's dope. She that, that news came out. Then over the weekend, there were all those protests. Um, the Families Belong Together protests to support immigrants at the border whose, family, whose children were taken away from them. Something like 2,000 kids were taken, and I think several hundred kids still haven't been reunited with their family. So those protests happen. Um, I missed the boat on that. I was like, man, I blame Gmail because they sent my ACLU email alert to, like, my promotions tab, which no one checks okay. that tab. Yeah. <laughs> but I, like, woke up on Sunday, and I was like, wait, everybody's at this freaking protest. Um, anyway, and then uh, I posted about Maxine Waters, Mama Maxine, Aww. who is quickly becoming, like, She's always been a living legend, but it's just I love that she's having her. She's like a, a social media meme icon now. But apparently she's been getting really serious death threats and she had to cancel a rally. Um, and this was in, in response to her uh, 
speaking out against what's happening at the border right now. And her response to the death threats was pretty badass. Yeah, badass. <laughs> well, she said, if you're going to shoot, shoot straight. Shoot straight. <laughs> so when's the t-shirt coming out is what I need to know. Yes, you already know. Like between between um, reclaiming my time and the shoot straight, that, that those are epic T-shirts. I love yeah. our I love the responses to that. I'm going to read all of them. First of all, y'all need to have some easier Instagram names. <laughs> First of all, if these kinks could talk, says that she's a mighty force. Lady Lady Seven Hundred One said the blood of Jesus. Prayer hand, prayer hand, <laughs> prayer hand, prayer hand. Ifado Jew said, wow, this gave me chills. Racerback29 called her a force to be reckoned with. And Liz, Lizeth Dickinson sums it up nicely with inspiration, lit heart. <laughs> oh, and if, you, if you're not following us on Insta, you need to be. Our Instagram is Brown Ambition Podcast. And I'm just going to do one shout out on Twitter to Casey with all the eyes and her um, Twitter name is Casey Two Eyes Doe. Oh, Casey Doe. Okay, girl. D O E. Um, she said, "Super grateful for the for the BA podcast and all I've learned from them." Hashtag We Love Sisters Who Help Other Sisters. Star, star, star. Yes, Casey. <laughs> no, honestly, yes. I love. I we love that we help you, and um, we love that you listen. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're wanting to. Tag us for us to shout you out on Twitter or on Instagram or either on Facebook. Um, our name on Twitter is at the BA podcast. That's at the BA podcast. And again, on Instagram, Brown Ambition Podcast. So are you ready to boost or break? I'm going to do a boost this week. I think I'm going to do a light break. Just a light, like a, like a sprain. Yeah. yeah, It's more like a sprain. Yeah. Nothing serious. Like nothing, you know, no (laughs) politics or nothing. Just a little, just a little break. Okay. Go for it. So my break is this sporadic behind weather. I mean. Oh God. I woke up this morning to go to the gym. It was legit like 5.45, 6 a.m. outside. And it felt like 1 p.m. I'm like, why, ma'am? Mother nature. I mean, it, like literally not even a week ago, it was freezing at night. And now it's like unbearably hot. It's just, I mean, I know we all wish for summer when winter comes and the snow is here. But I'm just looking for a reasonable summer. Why does it have to feel like New Orleans out here? It's just this heat. <sighs> and then we had flash flooding today. I was like, so what is really happening? What's really happening? I know that it's um, what is it uh um? Inv- no, what do they say that they that the Republicans say don't doesn't exist um, Cl- global warming. Yeah, global warming. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. What's that thing that like science says is real, but like conservatives say is not real? <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah, global warming. So, she said yeah. on a melting iceberg. <laughs> I, I know. So yeah, I'm kind of over it. So that's just my my light break is um. Just this unbearable heat that we're going through. I'm hoping that this flash flooding that we had today um, will help to alleviate some of this heat. Um, I was going to do a boost today really quick for my moviegoers out there. I I signed up for MoviePass like five or six years ago when it first launched. Have you heard of MoviePass? I, I feel like I have. 
Um, for anyone who watches more than one or two movies a month, you should know about MoviePass. MoviePass is a subscription service where you pay $9.95 a month. Now, this is what it is now, $9.95 a month, and you can go and see one movie a day at most theaters. Like, they have most of the major theaters in the country. But you can go to moviepass.com and, like, put in your zip code and see if there's theaters near you and see if it's worth it. Um, okay. What's funny is that I signed up in 2013, way, way, way back when, because I was a a personal finance reporter at Business Insider, and they were this new company, and I wrote a story about them, and I was like, cool, I'll try that. Back then, it was $35 a month. Like, what? Which, at the time, I mean, it still is a good deal, because, like, tickets in New York, I know in other places it's not that bad, but, like, movie tickets in New York are going to be 15 to yeah. $17 for yeah. a regular-ass movie, not even, like, 3D, no snacks included, no exactly. reclining chairs. Like, <laughs> Bare minimum. Um, so, you know, if I was, and I, and I love seeing movies. So for me, even at $35, it was worth it because I would go to see like a movie a week. Um, but now it's, it's definitely worth it if you're looking to sign up. And other companies are taking notice. I just read that AMC, um, the theater chain, is starting their own version of this, like a subscription service. I think it's uh, $19.95 a month. But for anyone who's looking to beat the heat and go watch a movie this summer... I, I recommend Movie Pass, and I'm saying that with a with a touch of saltiness because I <laughs> decided to take a break from my membership because we were moving and I wasn't going I wasn't using it like I like I usually did, uh, only to find out if you cancel it you have to wait a year before you can get back on it. So mm, wow, that's read, how they get you. Read the Ooh, fine print. That's smart marketing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's fair marketing, but it's certainly smart marketing. <laughs> I mean, it was in the fine print, but I was just, I was just trying to dip in, dip out. I, I, I understand. I mean, nine ninety five, it's kind of like the cost of, you know, I don't know, Spotify or Hulu or whatever. So it's mm-hmm. not that much. It's, it's not, not like expensive gym membership that if you don't use it a month, like if you go and see at least two, three movies a month, I think. No, even it's yeah, that's it. it's totally worth it. Speaking of movies, when's the, what's the last one you, you've seen? Oh, gosh. I see a lot of movies. I think the last one I saw was – I haven't seen Ocean's 8 yet because Ooh. I'm waiting to go with a girlfriend and we just haven't been able to do it. Um, but I saw the new Star Wars movie with Khaleesi okay. from Game of Thrones. Is I – I just love Khaleesi. Um, I saw um, – It had uh, Donald Glover in it. Incredibles just shout out to him. I know. Oh. I like Donald Glover too. That actually was – Incredibles 2 was, was good. Because I loved Incredibles 1. So it was just really like, I loved it because it was very woman power-ish. So I was just like, this is good. I like it. Plus it's just a good, you know, that's just a, it's a great, um, a great uh, franchise, The Incredibles. So I haven't seen that one. I, I loved Coco. Wait, is that Disney? What's The Incredibles? I think, I want to say Disney. Pixar? But yeah, I feel Same like it's thing. Pixar, but you know, don't, don't quote me on that. But definitely um, Supergirl because, you know, she's. 35 she was like mm, i really want to see oceans 8 i'm like are you like, what <laughs> like <laughs> i was like is that pg-13 she looked at me like what are you asking i'm like oh, you know what i can't i can't oh, so God. yeah did, I know. She, so, did you see it with her no i'm like she's not going to see a, a ocean i mean i'm pretty I mean, sure the incredibles Oh, incredible! Oh, yeah, no, no. She, um, her mom took her to see The Incredibles, which is Warrior Speed, young lady. Meanwhile, with a doll baby in her hand. Do you remember that age when you were like one foot where you still kind of had doll babies, but then the other foot where yeah. you were like, yeah, it's that weird age because sometimes you'll catch her, she'll be playing with her doll, and I'm like, but I thought you were 35. <laughs> and then the other age, 
you know, I'm like, oh yeah, there goes the 35 year old woman. Tell me, what, <laughs> you know. So it's just a, it's a weird spot. She's 11. She'll be 12 in October. So it's like this, like, Aww. I remember that age where you're like, wait, I still like, like, you know, I'm still a kid. Wait, I, but I want to be an adult, but I'm still a kid. So it's a cute, but frustrating age. And plus she's tall, almost as tall as I am now. Cause her father's so tall. So it's like, um, it's weird because now, like when we send things to the laundry, Sometimes, like, you know, they'll put, like, you know, maybe, like, her tank top with my things, you know? Oh, I know. Just and I'm like, oh. Put I her know. in a little time machine, time capsule. I know. She was so little when I first started dating her father. I'm like, she's so tall now. Like, she gets, like, braids and she looks like a little lady. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she looks so pretty. now. stop growing. <laughs> but, yeah, so mm-hmm, the, the life of parenting. Well, at least for me, part-time parenting. But, um, yeah. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Now, even better news, my favorite segment, questions. Okay, questions this week. You guys, you know you can reach us at brownambitionpodcast.com to send us your your (laughs) questions. Or you can hit us up at brownambitionpodcast at (laughs) gmail.com. This week, we'll take a couple of questions. We have a question that's been sitting here for a minute. Sorry about it. From listener D. She says, a friend of mine is buying a house for the first time. However, she's taking out – I love how she's telling on her friend, by the way. So funny. (laughs) Unless it's not really a friend. Hmm, We'll see. Anyway, she says, a friend of mine is buying a house for the first time. However, she's taking $12,000 out of her IRA for all of the associated costs, the down payment, the closing costs, the appraisal. The seller is not willing to pay her closing costs. I think this is a really bad move, but she's hell-bent on moving out of her apartment. I even suggested walking away and maybe asking the seller to pay some of the closing costs. What do you think? Is this a major mistake? Maybe mm. some people may not know that you can, in borrow. some cases, borrow money from your um, 401k, which I think is what she's talking about. Your 401k yep. for um, for housing costs, it's an option. You can You can take out a loan or you can do a distribution. Those are different things. Yes. Because distribution means that they're going to be taxing that money within an inch of its life. Yes. So when you take an early distribution, um, if you're under the age of 59 and a half, they can treat it as if it's ordinary income, which means they will tax you on it. And then you can also get hit with early withdrawal penalties. But again, like if anytime you're dipping into your retirement, you're missing out on you know, future gains that you could potentially yes have. take advantage of. So it's never ideal. Yeah, I feel like the same. I I, I feel like I, I feel where you're coming from, man, because I feel like, 
Well, it's not the worst thing she could be doing. It's not like she said that she was taking money out of her um, 401k to like, you know, go shopping or something or to buy buy a car, buy a brand new car. Then I'd be like, oh, child. But it's not the worst thing because a home is still an investment in this country. It is. Um, But here's the thing I think of, like, has she uh, has she um, explored and exhausted other options? Has she gone to like her? her city hall and said, Hey, are there, are there, um, like matching options? Cause sometimes like they're like, for example, like I, I think I shared with you guys, MNC bank has like a, a matching program for first time home buyers. Has she looked into NACA? So, because there are other programs that she might qualify for that I could actually could pay for that. So she could keep her money where it is. And sometimes these programs are like grant programs where you don't have to pay it back. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent opposed to taking money out. Although it's, it should be the very, very, very last choice. If you ask me, if you're going to go that route, that means you exhausted all the other options that you have out there, which it sounds like that she might not have. What we're saying here is a 401k loan. This is different from just taking money out of your 401k. Like it's a piggy bank. If you're borrowing from your 401k, that means you're actually going to repay yourself, quote unquote, back to your 401k. So mm-hmm. Um, you can borrow up to $50,000 or half the value of your account, whichever is less, um, so long as you're using the money to pay for a home purchase. Um, and there's a nominal interest rate that you know, you'll know you be charged, but again, it's sort of paying it to yourself. Yes. You do have to repay the, the, the loan. But the thing is, it's a 401k, which means this is typically, it's always actually tied to an employer. And if you were to lose your job, get fired or get laid off or something like that, um, that loan could become due within the next year. So it's like the entire balance of it. So that's the risk. If yeah. something happens with your employer and you don't have enough money to pay off the loan in total by the time that they tell you you have to pay it off, um, then you could get hit with regular taxes and that early withdrawal penalty like we talked about earlier. Yeah, because believe me, I think I took out, oh, I can't remember how much I took out, like a, uh, Maybe when when I lost my job as a teacher and I took out the money from my four like I drained it and I it was like maybe I had fifty thousand dollars in there or something to that effect and I think maybe I got thirty something so it was a lot of money that I lost so like that that the penalty and fees and it's not a small thing it's a significant amount I remember feeling like it was like basically half of what I had so like I remember that was like I the school I worked for didn't match for the like so all of that money was my money that I literally like lost. So, mm. yeah, it just wasn't a good feeling. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, ultimately, your friend is grown, so she's gonna make whatever choices that she's, you know, going to make. But definitely encourage her to, at the very least, go to her town and ask if there are programs that she might qualify for. Also, you need to—you don't know all the business of your friend, obviously. But twelve thousand dollars—if that's all of her four hundred one k or a, a big share of it—then that's a concern because she's kind of like wiping out her progress. Yeah. But if she's got a really healthy four hundred one k fund, then you know, it—it all kind of depends on the context. But it's nice, to, it's sweet of you to worry about your friend. I don't think that this is any—it's not the worst decision she could ever make that would ruin her life forever. Um, but yeah, as long as she's weighing all the pros and cons and is doing it for the right reasons, then um, it can be a better option than you know taking out an expensive loan, which you can't even do for a down payment, um, yeah. or borrowing money from family and friends, which can be awkward. Um, awkward. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Thanks, Miss D. We have a nosy question from a, from a listener. 
Ooh, yes. Okay, she's Nosy getting, Rosie, bring she, it on. Between DB and Nosy about her friend, and this supposed <laughs> to be a Nosy. It's the Nosy episode. This will get a little personal. So uh, this is from Anonymous, too. Couldn't even, couldn't even give us her real name. But wants, <laughs> wants to get something for us, but nothing in, in return. Anyway, Anonymous listener, she says, how and when? Did you guys meet your husbands? I'm a 48-year-old woman living in Boston, and I sometimes wonder why, when am I ever going to meet my future husband? Please give me any advice and ideas that you can as to how and where you meet good quality men. Oh, this is a, a like such a departure from what we normally get. I like this question. <laughs> yeah. A little lifestyle question. Yes. I actually I actually just read that July 8th is supposed to be the day when like online dating sites see the biggest jump in um, activity, why? like more than Valentine's Day. Trying to get that summer boo. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Trying to get someone who has air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to lay up in the, a- in the AC. Um, okay, so I'll go first. I actually, when I met um, Superman, um, he was just like a guy that worked in the building. Like I thought, you know, I guess I thought he was handsome. But I'm, honestly, at the time, I, I had a boyfriend who I thought I was going to get married to. And um, Superman was maintenance man, honestly. And this, um, both of us worked in the bottom of the, well, he worked the whole building, but my daycare center where I worked was at the bottom of this project building in the worst section of Newark. It was not pleasant. The kids were awesome though. And so like, I loved working there because the kids were amazing. Um, and Superman was one of the maintenance guys. So, you know, I, like I said, I, I vaguely remember thinking like, oh yeah, he's handsome. But at the time I was like, all loved up with my, um, then boyfriend who, like I said, I thought I was going to marry. And then, um, and I think Superman was in a relationship then. I don't know. Um, but like him, like all the other kind of like guys in the building, they would come by and fix things in the in the center if it needed to be fixed. One thing I do remember about him was that I remember thinking he reminded me of, um, of you remember coming to America, Prince Hakeem, the way he was mopping the floor in like um, in McDowell's. <laughs> was, that, was that Eddie Murphy's? Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, not so Eddie Murphy, I, the other guy, right? No, no, it was Eddie Murphy. It was oh, like... Okay. Uh, so like um so Prince Haki right so I, that I, that's the one distinct thing I remember is that I remember that the difference between watching him work and like the other guys work I remember just being struck by he even if no one was watching or he couldn't visibly see somebody watching he took just so much pride in his work and that just struck me for some reason and then like Facebook played matchmaker um like I don't know we must have been in our twenties whatever but then um when I was thirty. I broke it up like with my um with my guy I thought I was gonna marry, and I was all like, oh my life, and um I told myself I was gonna get back out there because we had been broken up for like a year or two, and Facebook said, hey, you know people that you might know, and Ooh. he popped up, and I was like, ooh, I remember I remember thinking like, oh this guy's cute, and I was like, wait, is that that guy from the um from the daycare center? And I was like, ooh, it is. I was like, ooh, so he's not a stranger, so I friended him. And and then it turned out it was like his birthday. His birthday was the day before. And I was like, oh, happy birthday. I owe you some ice cream. I was trying to be cute, but I was like, hey, I've never asked the guy out. And him being the fast behind that he was, was like, okay, I'm free tomorrow. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up going out for ice cream. And I remember being like, wow, he's really nice. So he's a throwback, um, Superman. He's like, even though he was like born and raised in like the projects of Newark. Oh, oh say that again because something happened. Oh, There's I'm some sorry. static. Okay, I said that, you know, Superman is real throwback. Like, even though he was born and raised in, like, the projects of Newark, like, he, um, there's just something about him. Um, and, and so one thing I had to get over, because I have my master's, and 
he he didn't go to college. And my parents, of course, were thrilled that their Nigerian daughter was dating a non-Nigerian and then someone who didn't have a college degree. But what I really love about Superman is that he is like one of the kindest people that I know. Like everybody in the neighborhood knows him. Like I like literally we were driving home the other night and I saw that a car was pulled over on the side of the road and there's a woman standing out there. And I knew already it was already late. And I thought to myself, I said, oh, we're going to pull over because I could just see him looking like, oh, my gosh, someone's outside and their car has stopped. And then he saw that there was like two guys with her. So he, he kept going because he saw that they were helping her with her with her car. But that's him. Like I could be sitting watching TV and he'll bust through the door. He's like, babe, do we have applesauce? I'm like, what? And then there's a troop of kids behind him. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, it took me, I'm not going to lie. It took me a minute to let go of the fact that he wasn't traditionally what I thought that I would end up with, you know, because although he's super sweet, he's also hood. (laughs) Like, you know, and so it, but I dated like a a number of of guys. And one of the reasons why the guy who I thought I was going to marry, we didn't work out is because I, at the time I knew I wanted something more, and I was working on trying, I, I knew something in me said, I want to do more than just teach at the daycare center. There's something else. But he loved the fact that I was a teacher and just came home and like looked after him. And I, I didn't want that kind of life. And what I love about Superman is that he always encourages me to do more. Like his, his only question is, how can I help? And so I had to let go of the fact that like, yes, maybe traditionally we don't match up, but when it comes to emotionally, he's my perfect match, you know? And so- I don't know. I always tell women that, you know, whoever your match might be might not, you know, might not on the outside. I mean, Superman, I mean, I, he's really handsome, you know, I wasn't counting on that. I'm like, Ooh, yes. But like, other than that, like, you know, everything else doesn't match up. The way we grew up doesn't match up. Our backgrounds don't match up, but it's just the perfect match. So that's my love story with Superman. It's a good story. (laughs) Thanks. I I felt like I was getting tucked in. Tell me again about the daycare and the maintenance man. <laughs> no, I, I've only met him a few times, but he's very, very nice. You can tell. Um, and I met some of his hood friends, too, just saying. Uh, they are as described. Yes. Yes, Lord. I was like, do y'all know I'm Tiffany's friend? Y'all better shut up. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, so for, yeah, I, I feel for her question. She's, she's in her late forties. Um, I think it's hard. I mean, I think obviously with the older you get, I think the perception is that it's going to be really hard to find people, um, and find someone to date. But listen, I've seen my mom get married twice and (laughs) she's in her fifties now. Um, my, if my mom can do it, anybody can. Um, and she's never really given up on love and she's, she finally found, um, the one for her and she's, uh, she's almost 60 now. So she just got remarried last year. She actually married her high school sweetheart and her previous husband she had met on, I think match.com. Okay. And taking a, a page out of my mom's book, I met my husband on OkCupid way back in 2000 of 12. Um, when OkCupid was like the hot stuff and now I feel old because no one uses it as people use it, but it's like there's Tinder and there's Bumble and there's all these new apps that are out there now. I'm all about online dating. I know so many couples who have met each other on Tinder, on OkCupid. I've been to several online dating success weddings. Um, and I think especially if you're and you're in a big city like Boston, I, you know, I feel that way about New York. It's hard to meet people, um, you know, in these big cities where everyone seems like they're in their own world and it's hard to like have a, you know, strike up a conversation. But I'm, I'm all about online dating. If you haven't tried it, I say give it a try. Um, 
I also feel like classic advice, do what you love doing, like be out there in the world, um, doing what you do love doing. And hopefully you'll meet someone who's kind of crossing your path. And then I wish when, when Tiffany, I was like nodding my head when you were talking about how, like what you, the expectation that you have, um, sometimes it can hurt, I think, yeah. when you're looking for a partner, because I have, I definitely have a girlfriend or two, or not just girlfriends, but people I've seen who are very like, like their expectations are so outrageous that, I mean, yeah. I hate to be a guy dating this person because they're kind of coming in as a loser already because they can't sort of meet the high expectations. So yeah, I always looked at like my husband as um, a good investment, like maybe there's some things that can be improved. <laughs> this is going to get me in trouble. But like, I always saw the solid return on investment potential with, with, yeah. with my husband. Like he, same thing, very, very, like all the, all the basics of what you want, like good human being, mm -hmm. um, uh, professionally successful, you know, ambitious, but not so ambitious that we were going to be at odds with one another because um, with our careers, um, very family oriented. And he had a lot of good friends. That was my that was my checklist. Um, checked all those boxes. Like just, if you just become really, like, just get basic about what you're looking for. Yes. Um, Cause that's all you need at the end of the day. Just someone who's nice to you and reliable. Yes. And, and I wanted helps. somebody who wanted, who was going to make the effort. Like in the beginning, like, like most women, you know, I had all these checklists, like you said, Mandy, I'm like, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And I realized no one was going to live up to that. And someone asked me, girl, are you even that? And I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> that was a read. Um, and so I, then a girlfriend really asked me, she's like, what are the core things? Like really core things. And honestly, when I looked at the core things, like college degree for me wasn't on there because I, I had gone through and, and dated like all of these guys who were like successful and whatever. And, and so when I realized what was missing from those relationships, when I really wanted somebody, one who was intrinsically kind. I remember that was so big to me because I had dated guys who, when we were together, they were amazing, so sweet. And then we, when we started to break up, whatever, it was like, who is this guy? He's terrible, you know? And I thought, wow, I want someone who is not just kind because they're with me or they love me, but that's like kindness is their default. Like that was critical to me. And that's what I, I, I see in Superman is that like his default is kindness. So like even when like you know we have super mom who's super super girls um my um my bonus daughter her mother so even if they don't get along for whatever reason I mean honestly they've got a really great relationship but let's just say you know they're they have a difference about like who's got to pay for back to school clothes or whatever you know but then his his default is always kindness so seeing that I was like wow I knew I wanted that and also too I wanted somebody who's gonna make the effort because I found like you know dating sometimes guys were so lazy I'm like well dang. Can you do something? And so, like, Superman really makes the effort to make me feel special. Um, like, if I come home, like, when I come back from Essence Fest, I already know what's going to happen. One, the house is going to be immaculate because he always feels like if I come home from, like, a work trip, I should come home to not have to, having to do work. Two, there's going to be food. Three, the AC will be on in the room and, like, my nightgown will be, like, laid on the bed because he knows as soon as I come home from a flight, I, always, I don't care if I slept on the flight, I always want to sleep. Like, that's such sweet effort. You know, he's always like, I'm sorry, I don't buy you stuff. I'm like, I don't care about that stuff. Like, I love that, you know? And so once I got clear on like the core, core things that I needed, you know, cause I remember my dad was like, yeah, but I always wanted you to marry somebody who was gonna like, you know, be able to take care of you financially. And honestly, the truth of the matter is, I mean, it's not like Superman is not broke. We actually live off his income. We just save and invest mine. You know, it's just like, does he make more than me? No, but honestly, I had to tell my dad the truth is, 
like the point where I am now with my businesses. I mean, even if I was dating a doctor or a lawyer, they're not going to, they're not making more than me. So like, what are we like, am I, who am I dating? Like it, it's, you know, so I'm not dating for that. So, but honestly now my parents love him. And, um, it's funny to hear them say his name with his, um, with their Nigerian accent. How's your husband? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) like, he's fine. And my sisters have always loved him. Like, he's just always been like, they know they need to move something or something is broken or whatever. Can some man come by and help? I'm like, look, y'all, he is not your, your personal handyman. Maybe I'll come by and help. But yeah, so just like, just be open. And don't let your family tell you, because I mean, if, if it was up to my family, I would have been by myself. My dad finally came around and realized, like, I'm, my rules are going to keep Tiffany single forever. I was like, well, not me. Like, I was going to choose regardless. You were going to have to come along. And I knew if I spit out a baby, he was going to be like, yes, I'm coming back around. But luckily, he didn't have to wait till that. But don't let your family choose for you. Don't let them shame you into picking a choice that they think is right for you. Pick your own choice based upon your core, core, um, um, values, you know, not based upon what you think society is going to say or think. Amen, sister. And also being in your forties, just to talk about earning and like, I mean, at this point you've probably have a career. You don't need, you're not looking for someone to support you, which even like takes off a layer of like, it might even make things easier because there's not like this burden that you're putting on your partner to like need to have a, you know, need to be supporting you or whatever, Um, and you can find someone hopefully who's as established in their career. So you're just like, I don't know, being in your, I'm looking forward to being in my forties, honestly, because I feel like it'll just be a time when things are kind of like they've, you've, you've gone through your thirties and like all the, you know, all the, the rat race and like trying to get established. And I'm hoping by the time I'm in my forties and fifties, I'm just like in a good, like secure place. And hopefully you find a partner who's like in a secure place emotionally and career wise, and then can just be even more devoted to you and your relationship. And I'll let you know when I get there. I'm only two years away. So I'll let you know how it is when I get there. All right. Yeah. You let me know. That's part of my plan. I'm gonna let you get there first and then tell me how it, tell me how the weather is up there. Or if I should just stay here at 30. Right. You know, as a matter of fact, if you are in your forties, tweet us, let us know. IG us, let us know how it is. And like, you know, it, was there a big shift when you turned 40? Like, you know what, girl, can't nobody tell me nothing. Like, or was it like, mm, like 30s plus? I'd love to know for some of our listeners that are already, already on the other side. Or if you're dating in your 40s, dating at all, like where do you guys meet men? Um, are you rolling your eyes at me? Because I said online dating, it works. I've seen it work. <laughs> um, sometimes you gotta like, sometimes you just gotta, you know, put the universe, just give it a little help, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, hello from the other side. <laughs> All, right. All right, Anonymous. Well, thank you for sending your question. Again, you guys hit us up at brownambitionpodcast.com and click ask us anything to send us a question of your own. You can remain anonymous. Um, just let me know in the, in the email or I will say your name out loud. <laughs> yes, please. Came out more threatening like- than I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see you as a mom, Mandy. And then you're like, they're like, dang, mom, that was dark. You're like, ooh, sorry, that was. <laughs> yeah, I really, you know, that's why Enrique is a nice one. <laughs> you should think, like, <laughs> the stuff that my dad used to say, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not the translation you were looking for into English. Like, maybe if my dad was going to say something like, um, you know, you girl, like, you know, behave yourself, Tiffany. You don't want to get a spanking. But when it translated from, like, I guess, Ebo to English, I'm like, uh, did you threaten to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> My mother would be like, like calling him by his um his nickname. She said, "That's not how you say it." <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Yeah." laughs> 
she's like, he just means fake. I'm like, either way, I'm out of here. <laughs> lost in yeah. translation. Yes, lost in translation. Okay. We'll have well, a happy 4th of July. Have fun at Essence Fest. I will. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Tell well, all I our fans I said hi. Yes, because I know. <laughs> yes, please come. And like, you know what? We'll take pictures so we can send them to Mandy. Yeah, I'll post them on the gram. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be fun. Yes, I'll do that. I'll be around. Stay all safe. Right. See some fireworks. Stay warm. I mean, stay cool. Shit, don't stay warm. My God. <laughs> it's too late. Too late. I'm about to crank up the AC and go to sleep. Uh, all right, Mandra. Until next week, stay brown. Stay ambitious. Nailed it. <laughs> Bye. Do you do this for a living? You're good at it. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.